0: And one friend that I had in particular, her name was Tata Cherise. Now, if you watch the Going Live show, you know who Tata is. She was basically um, the public defender. That was her uh, main gimmick on the uh, show. That was the main character she played, and she did that quite a few times. And if you saw the um, Hood Exorcist sketch, uh, she played the mother in the sketch. Like I played the uh, the priest that was trying to, you know, get the demon out of her son in the sketch Uh, she played the mom and I played the priest going the power of Christ compels you like that was me well sadly this past Christmas Eve uh, Tata Charisse was carjacked at gunpoint while coming home from a comedy show and order more merch so she can, you know, get back to selling merch and get out there performing. And what I'm gonna do is, I am going to read the synopsis of her GoFundMe page to further illustrate what she's looking for rather than try to paraphrase it. So this is on her GoFundMe page. Hey y'all, so I got carjacked. I'm no stranger to obstacles or overcoming tough times, but what recently happened to me was something I really wasn't prepared for. I was carjacked at gunpoint by two men on Christmas Eve coming home from a show. Comedy is now the majority of my income, so my car was very important to me because it's how I get to most shows. Also, all of my Tata Cherise merchandise was in the trunk of my car which is another big part of my income. I'm blessed to be alive. I do about five to 10 shows a month and I'm really grinding. I don't plan to give up at all, but I'm creating this GoFundMe to help speed things up so I can get back to doing what I love and bring joy to others. Anything that anybody can contribute would be greatly appreciated and used to go towards a car and to replace my merchandise that I sell at shows. I appreciate the support and my spirit has not been broken. Thank you for the love that people have already showed me and anything further helps. I just entered year six of my stand up comedy career, and it has been an incredible journey. I've hit amazing milestones, and so far, I've performed in over 200 shows non stop. But I can't let this situation. Slow me down. And as I mentioned before, Tata Sharice is a friend of mine. I've worked with her before. She is hilariously funny and a tremendous talent. And I am encouraging all of the BoochCast fans to donate money to Tata Sharice's GoFundMe to help her get back on her feet, get back on the road, and get back to doing what she does best. So from now until the GoFundMe page is completed, I am going to be putting the link to her GoFundMe page on every single BoochCast episode going forward inside the synopsis so you can use it to go there and do whatever you can to help her out. I will also be providing links on the BoochCast social media pages so you can access them there as well. So go to the link, donate what you can and help Tata Sharice get back to bringing joy and laughter to the world.
1: Lutz Irritating little crumb horns. Gaze at the person across from you now. Feel the sweet spark of connection. If you don't screw up this moment, somehow maybe. You won't die alone. Don't be too needy or bring up your ex. Don't say the words her peace simplex. Don't ever mention you've never had sex. Trust me, I promise she you knows. And now. Her defenses are starting to fall, smile and return her affection. If you don't manage to ruin it all, maybe you won't die. What's up,
0: everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the Recap. Of NXT. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the Bootscast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now, he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, he's welcome to the Bootscast. The one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude Dude, that's Yes, it's me, the broke
2: soulless ginger, Zach Scott. Genius speaking, I'm not that broke. Tonight's show was... Is... yeah, yeah, But,
0: yeah. well, you gotta bear in mind that it is the go-home show. The oh, uh, that the go home show is supposed to be good, not like this. Oh yeah, well yeah, it's the go home show. You're supposed to bring it. Some did, most didn't. Um, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, you'll notice something different okay, uh, with this episode because you can actually hear Zach loud and clear because he's in the fucking studio. <laughs> it's a fucking miracle, ain't it, there, folks? Yes, finally we got Zach in the studio with a microphone that works and projection that works and now we don't have to worry about any weird static shit we ain't gotta worry about fucking Zach delaying what, what's going on. He's right next to me, so he knows exactly what I'm saying. Not drunk or high which sucks. It's wonderful for you guys, though, because we have a coherent podcast. Ha 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 This is wonderful. And of course, we mentioned before, this is the Go Home Show, and before we commence, I do have to give a special shout out, because my mom reminded me of this earlier today. Today, my brother's officially 34 years old. Happy birthday. Yes. At the time that you were listening to this podcast, the birthday will have already Pass, but at the time that we're recording this it is my brother's birthday he did turn 34 and here's the thing there's a good moment and a sad moment on this day as well hmm Because this is also... May 23rd is also the same day of the passing of Owen Hart. Yeah. I saw
2: it on Facebook. Rest in peace, Owen Hart. Yes. Um, and
0: also, rest in peace to current person who passed away, superstar Billy Graham. Yes. We mentioned that on the uh, AEW recap last week. But, yes, superstar Billy Graham, the passing, thoughts and prayers out to his family and everything else. And, of course, we will now commence with the recap of NXT. And we're going to kick things off with our first official match of the evening. This is the semifinal match in the Women's... Women's Championship Tournament, with the winner to go to the finals at Battleground this Sunday, Lyra Valkyra goes one-on-one against Cora Jade. It was okay really to start off the
2: match. I mean, the ladies got a lot of moves in and everything else. I mean, it was neat, it but with the strange thing is to win. Valkyra beat Cora Jade with a spinning heel kick, which was odd. So, uh, Valkyra got the three count. We are the three
0: count. Don't you fucking do that shit again. We are the three counts. First of all, you're not even singing the song correctly. So shut <laughs> the fuck up. I've already dealt with this shit enough. <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ. Maybe <laughs> three count knows where Clem is. No, they don't. <laughs> No one knows where Clem is And no one gives a fuck Where Clem is Except for a redneck in Virginia He seems to give a shit But I could give a fuck less Where Clem is And so would the rest of the general population Motherfucker Now Are we done? Are we done? Shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, I'm crying. <laughs> okay. Yes. He's crying tears of joy because Cora Jade is not going to the finals. Yeah, yeah. This
2: right here. But after the win, uh, Cora Jade did the sneaky little thing to attack uh, Valkyra so that being said well you think Valkyra will be medically declared to, to be in the uh, to be in the uh, championship match or is j going to sneak the fuck
0: in and that's kind of what I was thinking <laughs> in that moment now obviously overall the match is okay aside from Valkyra uh, slipping on the ropes trying to do a springboard which is why she shouldn't be doing that fucking shit in the first place but outside of that still a great match love the spin kick to the head for the victory because it was out of nowhere and unexpected because you don't see moves like that Ending a match anymore No you don't No you don't a, It
2: looks like a normal move Usually How many times Do you see a spinning Heel kick And uh, they kick out
0: How many times do you see a spinning Heel kick And it's just a spot And they get up Almost immediately <laughs> Too many times To count Yeah So of course In the end Lyra Valkyra gets the win Then Jade Shot blocks her And then takes out The knee with a kendo stick And then the referees Check on Valkyra So your first thought is Is she gonna get injured And then by default They're gonna throw Cora Jade in this Fucking thing And then we get Cora Jade and the finals, and I swear to God, if it leads to her winning the women's championship, it's gonna be a fucking rant. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna lose my fucking shit if this raggedy bitch somehow walks out. And then I'm gonna go,
2: And 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 then and then and then
0: Then and hopefully in that time frame we'll find more clements. No, we won't, cause no one cares. Now, luckily, as we get to the end of the show, and they don't, cause they don't have another segments so we can talk about this. They do confirm that Lyra Valkyra will be in the finals. Mm-hmm. Now we're not gonna say against who's. We don't want to give nothing away in the recap yet, or jump ahead. But they do confirm she will be in the match. And she does have a stare down with the winner of, we'll just, I'll give this much away. It's the main event. Well, she has a stare down with her later in the evening. So we do find out Valkyra is going, injured leg and all. And thank God, because even though I wouldn't give Valkyra the championship right now, I'd happily choose her over Cora fucking Jade. Yes, sir. And then after that, we cut to the backstage area where we see a camera catching DiJack entering the arena. Uh, Ilya Dragonov appears out of nowhere and attacks Dijak. Dragonov tries to close the garage door on Dijak's head. Dijak struggles to stop the door from crushing him. Referees and officials barge and break it up this right here is getting out of out of hand there Vinny
2: what do you think this is good right here this This is is what I like to call psychology well up three there mr beauty beauty one two three psychology
0: psychology. fuck you gator Yeah, Gator called earlier and he went, Mr. Mujurele, Mr. Mujurele, the ginger is using terms incorrectly. (laughs) He was using the terms incorrectly. Gator, no, he wasn't. No, he said psychology. That is not psychology. Yes, it is, Gator. That is psychology. If there is no physicality, then there's no psychology. There was physicality right there. Oh, well, in that case, maybe there was a little bit. Okay, Gator, basket. Do not start You don't get to send me to the basket we I'll tell Vinny not to let you have the territories At this point I don't even know if we're gonna fucking do them so I wonder whose fuck that is Yeah he knows why he's not doing the territories yet Why is that? Because you still haven't given me your blading tutorial video Once I get my blading tutorial video You get your territories. Fuck you Oh, he's going to be pissed. Damn <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> he knows the deal. Yep. You want to do Tales of the Territories, you get me my blading how-to video that we were supposed to make because of Hannibal and his stupidity. And we were supposed to use it to teach the children.
2: Teach the children.
0: We're supposed to teach the children the proper way to blade, so they don't accidentally cut somebody from asshole to appetite. So okay. after the midst of all this stuff, we will say better than last week. The interaction between DiJack and uh, Dragonoff last week was just fucking weird. It was weird. It was weird. Didn't make a lick of fucking sense. No. Now we're getting now we're getting a better build up to the inevitable match they're gonna have. But we'll get to that in a moment. Yes. Uh, we move on now to the next match of the evening. If we even want to call it that, we got Axiom going one on one against Dabakato squash. I
2: mean, at first, Axiom was, was like, you saw the compa- uh, the comparison of size with Dabo and Axiom. Seriously? I mean, he uh, Axiom tried to hit do the kicks to the legs, kicks to the legs, but let me tell you something now. Not once, in this what the Dabokato Kato get fl- uh, flattened down on his back. He only went down to one knee, and then Dabo hit that power bomb of his. One, two, three. Thank you, Jesus. If Axiom went to Dave Kato, I don't think we'll be doing
0: a match like that, Mr. Vinibuchi, well would we? Now, we'd still be doing a recap, but I I would be ripping everyone in NXT apart. I'd be dog-cussing the heartbreak kid right now. You want to put the elite rule into it? No, we're not going to do that because they're... As much as I can't stand Axiom, Mm -hmm. he is not a cancer to the business like the elite are. So that's why the elite rule is only reserved for people that I just cannot fucking stand for the life of me. Like like recently, I've now invoked the elite rule with Charlotte Flair, for example. Any matches involving her on the main roster? I don't watch. Um, I'm considering invoking the rule for Riddle, but at Backlash, I did have to watch that match because um, I found out that I made two predictions in that match, and both of them came true. And had Desmond and I tied in the tournament, I would have won the championship because of my bonus answer because I predicted the Bloodline was going to win and I was the only one who who predicted that but I also said that Solo would pin Riddle and damn if that ain't what happened Mm -hmm. so that alone made me want to watch the match when I got a chance to watch it back after I got back from Tennessee. bro, Got his ass handed to him. It was beautiful. Beautiful. And then uh, after the
2: match, uh, Dabokato had to be the heel attack action. Then all of a sudden, Reggie comes out
0: and makes a save in blue. Was it blue or was it purple? He was in blue. Okay. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. It was blue. Um, and of course, Reggie's now no longer wearing a mask because we all know that it's Reggie. We all knew who he was. It's Reginald. We were like, we,
2: Vinny and I, we already know who it was, but you guys were stupid. Stu- stupid enough not to figure that out for yourself.
0: Now, didn't you, you dumb fucks. Well, no, the thing well, yeah, yeah, i at it from this point of view, though. The commentators are supposed to not tell us who it is. Even though we as the fans can clearly see who it is. Like, that's the problem with commentators. <clears throat> and that's the disadvantage of doing commentary and I know this from the times that I've done commentary. If you're calling a match and you know this match is what we would call the shitty, you're not allowed to say it's the shitty as the commentator. Your job is to call the action you're seeing in the ring. Your job is to make the audience care about what's going on because you're selling the match to the audience. Now, in the back of your mind, you can go, this is a terrible fucking match, but you still gotta call it like it's a great match. or, as Jared would say, a damn slobberknocker. Slobberknocker. And that's what Jr. always did. Mm -hmm. There was was some ads if you ask junior he'll tell you they sucked. But he wasn't allowed to say that on the mic. You are supposed to be in as much part of the kayfabe as everybody else. So even though we all knew Reggie was behind that mask, they still had to pretend like it wasn't Reggie or act like they were shocked when the mask came off and they went, oh my God, it's Reggie. See, we weren't shocked because we already fucking knew. Mm -hmm. And we don't work for WWE. Mm -mm. So we're now we don't have to live in the kayfabe world with them nope we call it like it is yes we're allowed to do that as analysts we're allowed to do that Mm -hmm. now obviously if we were doing commentary for indie for indie wrestling promotion we would have to immerse ourselves in the kayfabe of those Mm storylines because that's us working a job and getting paid Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know what i mean so we had to do that but we, like I said, we don't work for WWE. We're a podcast, so we can say whatever the fuck we want. Yes, sir. And we can say it. We fucking knew that was Reggie and uh-huh. weren't the least bit excited about it. And even more pissed off that you had him take his mask off on fucking free TV. Yes, um But yeah, so <clears throat> overall, this match, not interesting at all and didn't elevate anyone. No, it did not. So next, we cut to um, an interrogation room. Well, here we go. Where we see footage of Tony D'Angelo being questioned... Uh, apparently, they have him on tape. Uh, he claims that is not him on the tape. And he also says the screen is fuzzy and dirty and all that. So, and they not And it can't was also tell. at night as well. Yeah, then it was at night. So, out of nowhere, somebody else shows up. And they step out of the room. And Tony is now in the interrogation room all by himself.
2: Yeah, I saw this right here. Tony D did uh, they was supposed to do say That's not me, like most people in his position would have. And all of a sudden, somebody else came in. Like, we got new footage or something. It's like, all right, can I go? It's like, no, you stay right here. And he went up to the door
0: to listen. And the camera cuts off. So, we'll see what happens. Yay! yeah and of course they're trying to really drag this out mm-hmm. and really see what's going on here and when we get to the second part i'll give more into my suspicions but uh what i will say is i love tony's whole attitude in this the fact that he's at the <sighs> cool and that you know nothing's bothering him because that's the key to being a don is you got to keep your cool under pressure and you just say what you got to say sweet talk to everybody and then you can get on out that was the fucking plan the whole time that was how it goes he's See, you gotta play cool out there. That's what I was doing. See, they think they got something on Tony D. That ain't, that ain't nothing there, okay? I told the guy, you didn't see nothing. You hear me? You fucking saw nothing. That is not me and that fucking video what that is is a person who does a good goddamn tony d impression
2: are you sure it's not your twin brother
0: i ain't a fucking twin i'm an original i'm the one and only cherry top oh the really yeah only. the
2: one and only who wants to blame me for the FBI uh, for the cops coming, uh, coming to talk to you really me fuck you you greasy fuck don't blame me i did not have nothing to do with that nada kaput Caprende? Maybe she actually little uh, little uh, lucky over there, Stacks. What he's at? Uh, maybe it was him. But it sure as hell wasn't me.
0: Okay. First of all, first of all, Stax knows better than to go against the family. That that's just the way it is. Second of all, I had every right to have my suspicions for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One. You ain't like me since I can't make cameo appearances on it. You always the one whining and complaining cause you got some kind of childhood history with fucking Italians and you hold it against everybody, which is fucking right. Second of all, I had to think it was you because, well, you're Irish. Y'all are cops. You know, they did most Irish people, they either work for the law, they got a relative working for the law. I mean, come on, I put two and two together. You know what I'm saying?
2: I have nothing to do with it, or my family. has. we're
0: all a bunch of us. Okay, you're a bunch of youths, All right, bunch of youth guys. All right, yeah, whatever. My point is, I had to ask the questions. All right, I'm trying to cover every basis here. Mm-hmm. And of course, speaking of that, glad to see you took care of Gallus and their disrespect. Cause rest assured, once I fight these damn charges, once I get out of this fucking place, I'm coming for those damn tag team titles. You look at the next tag team champion, Tony D, a Don. I that next day. We'll see what happens there, Don. Uh, hopefully everything works out for the best. Alright, well, we'll get some more of that a little later right now. We're gonna cut to, uh, we see... Gallus and uh the Creed brothers. I know uh Tony mentioned that earlier before apparently he had to go uh back to the interrogation room. Uh but apparently they're getting set up and it looks like they've accepted the challenge. So we're gonna have the tag team title match here. And since we're in a position, you know what? Uh fuck it, let's check out the brawl.
2: You think you can throw hands with the Gallus, I? Eh? We damn sure do.
1: Talk would be over, but the numbers of Arian Joe Coffee, much like he did, and stand in the middle of the difference maker. What are you talking about? This is business. That is personal business. Oh, uh, Stacks. The Stacks coming out to even up the odds. Oh, Stacks had to hear the comments made by Joe Coffee and Gallus.
2: That was a pretty good brawl. Yeah, that was a good brawl. And looks like uh, Stax came out there and saved the day.
0: Yeah, Stax came over, saved him. Uh... You know, help them get a numbers advantage because, you know, they don't have Damon Kemp to help them out, and they don't have Roger Strong, so there's nobody else to help the Creed Brothers, and apparently, whatever's left of Diamond Mind, that's even still a fucking thing. But, either way, great brawl, and now we know that these two teams will be facing off for the tag team titles at Battleground. Uh-huh. and I'm still hoping the Creed Brothers win, because I prefer them over Gallus. I'm not sold on this team. I'm not a fan of this team. Uh, I really want Gallus to go away because they're just not talented. And on that note, we cut to the backstage area where Wesley, who says he knows everyone is looking out for themselves in NXT, but he thought he could trust Tyler Bate. Maybe he should stop letting people get close to him. he says she has someone who wants to speak to him. Tyler Bate walks in. Lee says he's not interested and wants away. Bate says his shot at the title has nothing to do with their friendship. Uh, okay, who cares what Wesley said uh, said? Boo-hoo, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, who cares? I didn't really like this. Well, basically, what's going on here is that, you know, Wesley's trying to, you know, talk about having trust issues and letting people get close to him or whatever, which Mm. he's trying to make himself a relatable babyface. Because there are some people who, when you get betrayed enough times or you can't trust people, it's hard to let people in. I relate to that 100%. -hmm. Um, But, you know, Tyler Bates saying the title shot has nothing to do with their friendship, which is true, you know. Tyler Bates still considers Wesley a friend. But he does want to be the North American champion. And he wants to win the North American title. And whether he wins or loses, he plans on continuing to be Wesley's friend as long as neither one of them cheats to win the match. That's pretty much the deal there. And I get that. Now, of course, you gotta throw Joe Gacy into the mix. Mm-hmm. Which, he's the guy that I want to see win this whole damn thing. Yeah, same here more than any of them, really. Because I think he's the most deserving.
2: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. This is his
0: And on that note, we move on to the next... Match of the evening. We've got Tyler Bate one-on-one against Eddie Thorpe. Meh, 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 meh. What was the point of this? I
2: have no clue. Filler? This was definitely filler. (laughs) Filler, filler, filler. This
0: was basically a match to set up the angle and continue the feud for the title. That's all this was. Wesley was on commentary while these guys were just throwing random moves at each other. Bate hits the Tyler Driver 97 for the win and then, next thing you know, there's a shoving match between Tyler and Wes. Joe Gacy comes out and attacks everybody and then he hits the upside down from Gacy, that flip move that he does, where he double clotheslines both of them, and he stands over everybody holding the North American Championship the way it should be. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's the shoving match between the two of them afterwards, so it's just setting up the triple threat match, which I'm already not excited there's a triple threat match. I hate triple
2: threats on triple championships.
0: I do too, and it's an excuse to have no disqualifications and lazy booking. booking. Stay with me, children. Lazy and on that note we're going to move on Fucking Fuck, Fuck this two ways to suck. We Sunday, have dude. boo for the Heritage Cup. Noam
2: Dar one on one against Nathan Fraser. Uh, I wasn't for the cup. That's not, That's against Dragon Lee at uh, Battleground. I think this was, was, was just a t- typical match. This is a regular match? This is just a regular match with two spot monkeys who sucked. The only thing that was interesting was Fraser's theme music, but every once in a while I do jam that to that at work because that is a very catchy fucking song. Yeah. It's not like Dragon Lee's theme song. I can't help it, but that is one catchy fucking. And song that's about entertainment and i swear to god who did norman dar's hair that was bugging me the whole night He had two ponytails to a certain extent yeah uh, dude shave ew if i was a professional, like fucking you, you need to shave that i don't want no fucking hair on me just saying yeah that's gross it was gross
0: okay Benny, was this bad no it was sad it was sad this was boring horrible this is basically, hey, I want to see some spot monkey crap with no psychology, no storytelling, and just acrobatic bullshit. Well, this is the match for you. Sounds like something from AEW though, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, turned there again, Ricky Ross. But the only difference is these guys were actually doing it safely. Yeah, they were. What
2: a shock that was. And That's there the difference. was
0: nobody who didn't bleed either. No one bled and nobody got injured, so it's not an AEW match.
2: No, it was not. Gator Trash. That is better than NXT. He can
0: kiss my Georgia Bulldog ass. Yeah, that's not the case. And then, All of course, right. these two have another battle where they're going back and forth. And apparently, Dragunov is going crazy in the locker room. And then Jack comes in. They fight. They're trying to pull him apart. And the brawl continues. continues. These how, two men trying to kill each other. How
2: does Gator not think this is not psychology? This is psychology to the T right here.
0: Well, the reason was because he thought you were referring to the shit that happened last week. Cause none of that was psychology, but this is psychology. This is psychology. Last week was storytelling, and in a way, so is this. But it, it there was there was no psychology last week, but there's definitely psychology this week. Cause the reason Gator didn't know this happened was because he doesn't watch NXT except for last week. He did watch that. And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening. We've got Hank Walker one on one against Tank Ledger. Do you call this a match? <laughs> What the fuck was this? This
2: was three to five this minutes. This is what they were doing. Okay, I'm going to take these two ladder, ladder, uh, lighters right here, folks. And this is exactly what it do. Try to do tip to close lines. One. Try to do another tip close line. Two. They kept on running into each other and hurting themselves. Like, you guys are going to break your shoulder. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of bullshit. And Hank Walker comes. And the only entertaining thing about this was, was Brock Baker coming in and beating the shit out of all, all of them. And then he said to Melo that I will see you at Battleground. Yeah, that's pretty much
0: the only exciting thing. These two idiots are like, we're just going to fight and uh, they, they try to call it a hoss fight Okay. Which was not a Technically fight. it was a hoss fight But Not to us No 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 It was a hoss fight really. But mm-hmm. It wasn't an exciting one No it wasn't an exciting one at all Cause you gotta understand The definition of a host fight and Zach keeps fucking this up Sorry but you do I know uh, host fight is when Two big men are fighting each other And they're like Big husky guys That's a hoss fight Now they has fight is, is is basically what uh Dijak and Dragunov Have been doing all night They has fight But that's not a hoss fight Cause Dragunov Ain't a big old some And on that note, we move on to we cut to Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. And I'm gonna you know what? We're gonna let them do the talking on this one. So and do you want a steel cage match next week? <laughs> Let's take it up a notch and make it a weapon knife to steal cage match. Okay.
2: Uh, 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 Why the fuck are they not doing this at Battleground? You guys are building these up between these two fine ladies for weeks and months now. And all of a sudden, you dumb motherfucking cocksuckers want to put this shit on free TV. This is what I call bullshit. No, 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 no. This is called ladies. See Roddy, you dumb fuckheads. He's not wrong,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Vinnie, we were watching this, and Vinnie, I, I went off, I threw my hat. I was <laughs> oh, pissed. I'm like, I was excited, too. I saw Gigi Dolan going off, talking about J.C. Jane and everything, and how, you know, now she wants to end her, and at one point, she would have done anything for her, talking about the friendship, talking about all that. J.C. Jane saying, you were dead weight, holding me back and everything, and I was tired of carrying you, and Gigi said, you didn't want to be remembered as the th- third wheel and toxic attraction Mm. because you know they were there was nothing else left for them to do except go up to nxt a tag team and they weren't ready to do that so they decided to split them up but this is a rivalry that has been going on for a long time and i am a firm believer and i stand by this If you're going to have a final battle to end a feud, if you have a rivalry, or as we say in the business, I'll throw another industry term out, a program. If you have something like that, which Gigi and JC clearly do, you settle it at the pay-per-view. TV is not meant to end a rivalry. It is meant to build the rivalry to the pay-per-view. Or in this case, the premium live event. I don't care what the fuck you call it. (laughs) Point is, people, one way or a goddamn another... They are paying money to see it. Whether you order it on pay-per-view, which for some people you still can, or if you get a Peacock subscription, either way, you're paying for this, and either way, you should treat this like it's a major event and you need to have big card matches on your premium live events. <laughs> So you're going to have a weaponized steel cage match. What are you afraid of that's going to overshadow everything else on your card? If it does, that says more about your talent than it does about your booking. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you something. Carmelo and Breaker, seen it already. And we kind of have an idea on who's going to win that match. Mm-hmm. So as badass as Braun Breaker is and as incredible on the mic as Carmelo Hayes is, I'm excited but I'm not that excited to see that match. Now the tag team title match is going to be exciting but it's not really like grabbing my attention and depending on who wins the main event tonight will determine whether or not I even give a fuck about this women's title tournament. So far I only half care. Mm-hmm. Let's see if the other half works. Very true. So throw in a weaponized steel cage match. I don't know how many tickets are sold for Battleground but you wanna sell some tickets. Why? Because this isn't in the Performance Center. This isn't the whatever the fuck they call that room. But I know it's it's in the Performance Center but they have a specific name for it and they call this room. Mm-hmm. It was named after you know, Vincent J. McMahon like in the original WWF. Mm-hmm. Wait, I remember now. It was the Capitol Wrestling Center. That was that was what it was called. The Capitol Wrestling Center. Okay, okay. Because they built that also during COVID. Ah. When they had like The duck where they had like the screens and stuff up and you know to protect for social distancing. So it's called the Capitol Wrestling Center. Okay, there we go. So now I remember. That's what it was called. The point is, you're not gonna be in front of those fans this time. They're not gonna be there. No, they're not. So you're gonna be in front of the Lowell, Massachusetts fans. Yes, you are. Fans who are outside of that bubble. bubble that are going to buy tickets to come to this very true so you actually want to sell tickets isn't like before where you can just invite a bunch of random people to come in and see i don't even know if those people pay tickets to come in or not i'm sure they do but they're not as expensive as they would be to go to an actual event in an actual venue building so sell some tickets sell the tickets a weaponized steel cage match, I'll tell you right now, that's going to make me buy a ticket.
2: Yeah, but no, they want to put it on free TV like a bunch of fucking morons. Because apparently NXT is desperate for
0: the de You They want to do ratings instead of to make money. Because here's the harsh reality. You're not competing with anybody. No, you're not. Look. If NXT was still going head-to-head with AEW, this would make a little bit of sense. Yes, it would. I'd still disagree with it, but at least I would understand the argument. Okay, we gotta be AEW in the rating. But now you don't have to do that because they're on Wednesday, you're on Tuesday. So why are you putting a weaponized steel cage match on free TV? Why does NXT and even AEW, for that matter, continue to do stupid shit? Or even the main roster in WWE, they keep doing this stupid shit. Stop putting... High-profile matches on free TV. Stop it. Stop it. It makes y'all look stupid.
2: Makes you look very stupid.
0: Fuck's sake. All right. Uh, Speaking of stupid shit. And here we go again. We move on to the next match of the evening. We got Luca Crucifino versus Vaughn Widener with Mr. Stone. Meh. Nah. Who? Don't know. The fuck is Luca Crucifino? I've been, I been—I literally was watching this. This dude did a promo where he's coming out of a fucking courthouse. I'm like, who the Fuck are you? Who is this guy? You know what information I found on him? Fucking nothing.
2: And he's from McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. Wherever the fuck that is. He made his debut about a year ago.
0: Yeah. And he weighs 285 pounds. That's the only name he's got. It's a borough in Allen and Allegheny County in western Pennsylvania. So it's western Pennsylvania along the south bank of the Ohio River. Okay. It's part of the Pittsburgh metropolitan area. So it's near Pittsburgh. Mm. it's population was $5,920 at the time of the 2020 census.
2: Okay. Yes. Information that we did not need
0: to know, but okay. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I didn't want to know if it was near Philadelphia. That's all I cared about. Uh, It's not so, yeah, it's not near there. And apparently there's the Crucifino Law Firm. Is it even a real fucking thing? Contact us. About us. Our team. Holy sh oh no oh I see now. It's the same fucking guy. <laughs> okay, th- this is good. This is good. Okay. Man, he's really going all out with this gimmick. Okay, I see it now. Okay. But uh anyway, Luca manages to win this match via disqualification. It got hit through. it got power bombed on top of the announce desk. It didn't break. Ouch. <laughs> That's an ouch. Cause that or, actually or, hurts more. Or, or uh, uh,
2: courtesy of the flesh off of Action Link now. actually now starring the flesh he's super strong and super naked thunder girl she flies like thunder I can't do the other one. And the melt man with the power
0: to melt. Do you not remember the other guy? The no, Stinky Driver. I forgot what he said. Stinky Diver, a former Navy commando with an attitude as bad as his odor. <laughs> By the way, I did not look that up. Just so you know, I literally <laughs> just said that off the top of my head.
2: Because it was actually that popular. Sorry for breaking kayfabe right there. I couldn't help
0: myself. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> None other than his dishonor, the mayor. <laughs> And of course, like, my favorite one is, and Melt Man with the
2: power to... Melt! Oh, Today's God. episode... Remember Snizz and S- 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 Fondue off of that show, too? Oh, my God. No.
0: <laughs> that was the most... That was the dumbest fucking cartoon i ever seen. <laughs>
2: no, Cow and Chicken was the dumbest thing. I, no, Cow and Chicken was the stupidest thing i ever seen. Cow and Chicken was actually funny, though. What about Two Stupid Dogs? Two Stupid Dogs! Two Stupid Dogs!
0: Okay, that... Okay, I did it back... That, that, that's the dumbest shit. That was dumbest shit. All right, moving on. Oh, God. But yeah, so, and of course, all in the midst of all this, they were trying to, You was trying to looking at the picture of uh, Von Widener and the little brain thing, and he's laughing at him, calling him a freak, and that's when Widener snaps and beats the fuck out of him. Mm. And then power bombs through the table doesn't break. And I know Zach asked an interesting question earlier, like, does it hurt more if the table breaks than if it doesn't break? And the answer is, it's worse if it doesn't break. Mm. Way worse. i I figured that Because now you're actually hitting the table. Because if it breaks, technically you're just hitting the mat you happen to go through the table. But if the table doesn't break, then your whole back's hitting that table and you're like, ow, motherfucker, that hurts. And I've been at shows where the table didn't break the first time. They had to audible and find another way to break it. And that's why it depends on who you're putting through the table You got or, or how, how hard you gimmick the table. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after all this, we cut to where we see the Don and this unfolds.
2: I need you to stand up right now hands behind your back. What? Stand up, sir. Stand up. Are you serious right now? Yes. Stand up. Are, Are you, kidding you kidding me? me? You the right oh, to come you on. Give me a break. This is ridiculous. You
0: know who I am? Yeah, I understand go my, go right? Right? I no go. my go. rights, all right? I gotta know my rights. You know who I am? Get out right? right? of here. Right? Right? Let's, no let's go. Apparently they got enough to arrest the don. Uh-oh. Oh, bo, ta got ta ta, bo What the fuck are you? Hi, all that's. What the fuck are you doing? Get on your nerves. Oh, you are succeeding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So apparently, whatever they caught, they got the don big time on this one, and we don't even know what the charges are. I wonder what they are. Did
2: he go to the local uh, Walmart and steal all the sketios and the and, and the uh, lasagna.
0: I I don't eat no fucking sketios, motherfucker. And I'll tell you right now, I didn't fucking do shit. This is some bullcrap and i got locked up because of this and thankfully you know i get that thing where you do the phone call skype fucking thing they let you do so i'm able to call in here and tell you guys the don is fucking innocent i don't know what the fuck this is i've been framed. and when i find out who did it they're fucking dead you hear me you're fucking dead when i find out who you are i swear to god Hey, when you get out of
2: jail, I know exactly what I want to get you for for to get out of jail. You know what I'm gonna give you? What? A gift card to the Olive Garden.
0: Really, Cherry Top, you wanna fuck with me right now? Oh, there's somebody in a bad mood. Yeah, I'm in a fucking jail cell. You have I all- thought I had nothing to do with that. Hey, you of all people should know how fucked up this is. I have no clue what you're talking about. You a fucking liar. I've never been a jail, 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 day in my life. Looky here, 4587. Don't play this fucking game with me. It ain't a beautiful day in this motherfucker. I'll tell you that. Hmm. And plus, didn't you have pasta earlier today giving me shit?
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Hey, that's not what I heard the other guy say.
2: Ah, uh, okay. He ate some too.
0: Yeah. Ah, well, of course he did. The pasta's fucking delicious. But you the one calling everybody pasta eating blah, blah, blah. Mimi, here you are. In the kitchen going, patty cake, patty cake, bakers, man. Give me pasta power as fast as you fucking can. That's exactly what you did. This (laughs) fucking shit. I tell you, I find out who did this, they're fucking dead. I'm going to beat these fucking charges because I'm not fucking guilty. Here's some bullshit. What do you want? Hey, I'm not done on this phone call in I still get 15 more minutes. The fuck? What? Alright, apparently I gotta cut this damn thing off. But trust me, I'm gonna be back in NXT and I'm gonna fucking kill him this. Anyway, later. Cheese on my day. So. So the Don right now is in trouble and uh You don't like the fact that we don't get along usually do you? No I I don't fucking get it man like it's weird like your hatred for Italians has always been fucking weird to me it just has but my point is my point is I do have a theory on this Mm. because before this we see Stax talking with the Creed Brothers who's willing to help them out but the Creed Brothers said they've been betrayed by too many people they're not interested but they did say after they win they want to give him and Tony D the first shot at the tag belts but here's the question though do you think that stacks could be behind all this and if he is
2: why well, i don't know i highly doubt stacks would do something like that he seems like a good little lackey I Me, mean, yeah
0: and it doesn't make sense for him to do it anyway because first of all tony d's done nothing but treat him great he made him an underboss which basically means when the don's not around he's in charge So unless he's trying to be in charge without the Don around and he wants to run the whole operation because he's fucking greedy, that could be a reason. But storyline wise, why would you break this tag team up? Because I don't think Stax is going to do well on his own. Not with this gimmick, anyway. I don't know if with this gimmick he could stand on his own two feet. Now, if they were looking to release Tony D, which would be fucking stupid if they did. Because uh-huh. he is—he at one point was a top heel. Uh-huh. Now he's clearly a babyface. Or has been for a while. So I'm telling you, they're perfect to be tag team champs. And Tony D is more than ready to be North American champion. Hell, i put the NXT title on him. He's that damn good. Uh-huh. I have that much respect for the Don. Of course you do. And it's not just because he's Italian. It's because he's that fucking good at his gimmick.
2: Yeah, he is that good at his gimmick. He's very good in the ring as well. I'll give him respect. That's like giving him, I just like what you guys like to say, bust his bullets.
0: Yeah, so, at the end of the day, that's what's gonna happen here. So, we're gonna, we're gonna follow more on the story with the Don, but I'm hoping that this doesn't lead to something stupid. And on that note, we move on to the main event of the evening the other semi-final match in the women's title tournament the winner to face Lyra Valkyra for the vacant women's title at Battleground Tiffany Stratton goes one-on-one against Roxanne Perez did you enjoy this right here? I
2: did I did too I mean, I mean it was back and forth Stratton and Perez beat the shit out of each other on this I mean Perez being of course being a spot my couldn't stay off the top rope to save her life but back and forth and back and forth and all of a sudden Tiffany Stratton hit that beautiful moonsault of hers one, two, three and Vinnie Bucci Hit AK the boots was happy as hell, and I were Yeah, yeah, it was a great,
1: yeah,
0: legit match. It was, it was. What um, I also love about it was she had, she calls it the PME. PME, okay. Yeah, that's the name of her moonsault. Pretty moon Salt? I think so. Okay. I don't, I don't know what PME stands for. Maybe I should know. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe we'll find out next week. Yep. Um, but I also love the rolling senton that came before it. That's a perfect setup. Mm-hmm. You do the rolling time they're already down. Mm-hmm. You're already up on your feet. Hop, hot, hot, flip. I like that. From the bottom to the middle, to the top, moonsault, salt, okay. one, one, two, three. It's all one fluid motion, yeah. and the person's already down, so there's no fuckery. You know, it doesn't look fake. It doesn't look stupid. It's a good spot.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: And I'm just glad that Tiffany won. Yeah. And we'll be facing Lyra and Valkyra. Yes. Because both these women are dominant, even though Lyra's kind of new. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion... Tiffany Stratton, she should win at Battleground. Yes, she should. She is ready to be the women's champion. Mm -hmm. She's the top heel in the women's division Mm -hmm. and is insanely over and has a great gimmick. Mm -hmm. And she should be the champion right now. I think her and Liar are going to tear the house down. And even with that injured leg, it's going to make her look good. And it gives Tiffany something in the match to work with because... If the baby face has a weakness, the heel's job is to exploit the weakness. So all she has to do is target that leg. Anytime Lyra makes a comeback, anytime she's in the ring, she's got an advantage. All Tiffany has to do is take out that leg and Lyra has an excuse to sell. And I don't know if Tiffany has a submission type finish or not, mm. or, a, or any submission type moves, but if she can lock one in, like a half Boston Crab or maybe a figure four or something to target that leg, then that could be a cause for Lyra to tap out. And if she taps out she doesn't look weak because it's the injured leg. Yep. So again, that's the, something she can sell. There's psychology, there's storytelling. It gives the heel something to work with, which I obviously, is what we need. Mm -hmm. Because a heel needs a reason to cheat. Yes, they do. Even if it's a no-DQ match, they need to do something that is a dirty tactic. They need something to work with, to exploit, to get their heat. And this injury to her leg is perfect. It's a brilliant spot to work with. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So, overall, the match was great. The right person won, because I'm Mm -hmm. sick of Roxanne Perez. You, We know. You have told us numerous times. Yes, and I will continue to until they finally fire this bitch. Um, but then, of course, afterwards, uh, the the anonymous person comes out of nowhere and attacks Roxanne Perez, who's kind of sitting on the ramp, but feeling sorry for herself. And then she gets this attack. And then next thing we know, the person takes off before the referees and security stop. And of course, Lyra goes to make the save because she's a baby face. So now the big question is, who's the person under that mask? Very true, sir. It's going to be intriguing to see. Yeah.
2: Maybe we'll see her at the championship match, maybe reveal
0: or something like that. I don't know. That would be great. Mm Pay-per-view, the reveal, brilliant. That's when you want to do cool shit like that. Very true. Now, every now and then, you can do a reveal on TV. There are some times you can get away with it. But in a case like this, pay per view would be perfect. Ideally, you want to reveal a, a person's mask on a pay per view. But if you can do it on, but sometimes on TV you can get away with it. Yeah, that's true as well. I I, I agree with you. An on that example point. of that is the Aces and Eights.
2: <clears throat> like, I, remember, I remember the Aces and Eights. Like when that. they revealed Devon on pay per view. Yeah, the shot look
0: on Hulk Hogan's face. Remember that? And Bubba Ray as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Everybody. But then over over time, they revealed the rest of them on TV. Yeah. Like, no, like Wes Briscoe, shout out to Wes Briscoe, and Garrett Bischoff, mm-hmm. and then of course... Uh, Kim Kennedy. No, oh. Ke- well, Kennedy wasn't under a mask, he just got uh, recruited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he got work. recruited. Uh, Doc Gallows, King mm-hmm. had a mask come off, Mike Knox who was Mike Knox in right, WWE, yeah, yeah, right, but they changed the name to Knox because uh, they, couldn't, they couldn't use Knox, because yeah, it was a trademark WWE name. And then later they revealed D'Lo. D'Lo, I like D'Lo. Yeah, and yeah, then brother. of course Bubba Ray was revealed, but didn't have a mask. But he was revealed at the pay per view when he when he beat Jeff Hardy for the title because the Aces and Eights came in, surrounded the ring. Bubba and Jeff are fighting back to back, but then Devon tosses Bubba the hammer. He turns around, hits Jeff with the hammer, pins him one two three, and becomes the champion. And he reveals himself to be the president of the Aces and Eights. Mm-hmm. While well, D-Lo was the vice president, which I thought was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. That Bubba and Devon were the tag team, but yet Bubba was the president and Devon was the sergeant of arms. Yeah. So why was he not the vice president? Beats me. Riding in TNA, that's when TNA was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, and then of course after that, uh, Dijak comes out and Off fights. They get into a huge fucking brawl. Man, I have one thing to say. I would like to tribute to, to to
2: the Gingers. Fuck that bump award. Courtesy of poor Dijak's head colliding with the
0: fucking steel steps. Vinny. Fuck that bump! Fuck that bump! <laughs> I'm gonna tell you another reason why I say fuck that bump. Cause I didn't like I didn't like the fact that he was you know he knocked the guy out and then he starts looking around going ah and then runs at him. Kind of like King Simmons. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you're I I if you're in the middle of a fight, mm-hmm. don't stop in the middle of a fight to go yeah in front of the crowd. I hate that. The only time you should be posing like that is if either A, the person's completely unconscious, or B, you're trying to taunt them while they're getting up.
2: Yeah, yeah. But
0: don't turn your head to do that while you're... Because here's the thing. This isn't a match. This is a fight. When you're in a fight, you don't let up. And I felt that's what Dragunov did. So that spot I didn't like. Everything else in the fight, I liked. Because it was well done. Mm. And and of course, in the midst of all that, they signed the contract. And we Mm. then discover... That this match is a last man standing match. That is gonna be good. And after all the shit they've been through. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. All yeah. the shit they've been through. All right, there, Vinny. Let's see who are on the matches. Okay. We'll, we'll get we'll get to those. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So with all the shit
0: that we've seen, yeah. that's
2: the perfect stipulation. That's a match I'm actually looking highly forward to.
0: Yes. So now, before we officially wrap this up, we'll take a look at the card for Battleground here. We've got Carmelo Hayes, been in the NXT title against Braun Breaker with Trick Williams in his corner. Going for, uh, for Carmelo. Yes. And by that, I mean Carmelo has Trick in his corner. Definitely. sorry. Yeah. Then we got Tiffany Stratton and Lyra Valkyra for the finals to crown the new women's champion. Tiffany. Yeah. Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. British round rules for the Heritage Cup. Who gives a filler's fuck? Noam Dar is probably going to retain. Most likely. Then we got the threat match for the North American Championship. Wesley defending against Tyler Bate Joe and Joe Gacy. Gacy. Joe Gacy. I swear to God if Wesley wins, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. I'm really, really pulling for Joe Gacy right I'm now. Joe, I'm, pull, I'm pulling for Joe Gacy, too. Really, like, it, really? really. Yes, I am. And then we have a last minute standing match, Dragonov versus Dijak.
2: Yep, that's gonna be good. Um, ooh, this is a tough one? Ooh, well, Dragunov was the one to beat the aka Walter, for the top for the NFC UK Championship. Yes. So with that being said, I, I I'm gonna go with uh, Dragon. You know, someone says I think DiJax might win. I got that, a feeling DiJax. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking, oh
0: crap. And then we got Gallas defending the tag titles. Creed brothers. The Creed brothers. I'm going for the Creed Brothers. Yeah, I want the Creed Brothers to win too. I feel like they deserve it more. Um, and uh, and there we go. That's yep. the card. See, this is a f- uh, six good matches. That's not going to end up to four hours. AEW. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah, and then of course you have. Have, you know, night of champions has seven, mm-hmm. and then if we jet on over to double or nothing, which is the same night, they got nine, nine fucking matches, and you know most of them are gonna last an hour or two. Yeah, because you gotta have the the twenty people, the twenty minute matches, because everyone has to get their shit in. Mm. And some people don't deserve to have their shit in. Yeah, so we're gonna see that craziness. And this is all gonna air at the same time. So I'll be multitasking on that night. I'll be working. working. Yeah, but luckily Zach only has to watch Battleground. He doesn't sit through Double or Nothing. No, I do not. He does not have to sit through this nightmare that I gotta sit through. (laughs) Uh, uh, And he had to deal with Gator too, so enjoy. Oh uh, fuck my face. <laughs> so anyway, uh yeah, that ladies and gentlemen will wrap up All this right. uh recap of NXT. Zach as always, thank you for your time, Mary busy schedule to join us and uh we'll look forward to seeing you on the next one.
2: Hopefully I can be here. Maybe I'll be here.
0: Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe be Beachy Ashley northly. Well, yeah. Absolutely I want you in studio. It makes my life so much fucking easier you don't even know. And uh, make sure you guys uh, follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Spotify Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes show as well as great content check out the playlist for the recap of wwe backlash that we did on the male soap opera moment and of course be on the lookout for our predictions for wwe night of champions that'll be coming out saturday before the actual event takes place but we will be recording that this week it'll be on the facebook page also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Bootscast. There's tweets, photos, and videos. Check out the uh, the Stealing Gimmicks rant from Gator that's on the Instagram. And, of course, Zach and I doing uh, Howard and Raj and the uh, vegan chicken and rice. Mm. So that's up there as well. So make sure you check those out. They're highly entertaining. And, of course, visit our YouTube channel. Check out all of our YouTube content. And be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. Uh, once I get some issues fixed, I'll be getting out the dog uh, Dark Side of the 90s. We got three remaining uh, videos to get out to you guys. I also plan on collaborating with Lance at some point to get Dark Side of Football. I got some comics in mind for Dark Side of Comedy. And of course, I got some other content that I'm going to be putting on there as well. A couple of complaint times and a few other things that are going to drop very soon on the Boochcast YouTube channel. I just need to get through some crazy shit that I'm going through right now. And of course, you can follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash the Boochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, August the 5th for WWE SummerSlam. Make sure you join us for the biggest party of the summer. Especially since there may or may not be a different location for this particular uh, watch party. But don't worry, once they have that finalized, we will reveal it. But be on the lookout. And of course, we have a live D&D show coming soon. Our Boochcast booking battle. Another special project in the works. And of course, you can support the Boochcast by going to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels we can donate at. Pick the one that works the best within your budget. We have our first level, which is $0.99, $1 per month. We have our second level, which is 4.99, $5 per month. Same amount of money we would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We have better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level we can donate at, which is for a mere 9 99 Ten dollars per month—the same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold it, the Peacock, I don't know where to put that $9.99. So take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the network, and unlike Endeavor, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. And the best part is, all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment, we used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take. Care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make The Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and believes they're going to be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com pod show theboochcast slash The slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest to feed Zachariah Scott here, his ramen noodles, and try to get in laid despite all the setbacks he keeps making. And mm-hmm. until next time, this is Vinny Bucci aka The Booch saying keep on living life and take care this has been the booch cast talk to you guys next time until then
1: pizza baby
0: well i see by the
1: clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye goodbye so long so long farewell farewell adieu Adieu. be good stay well bye bye keep warm relax and eat take care stay loose adieu bon vieux à la prochaine goodbye till when we meet again